Hello and welcome to another podcast by the Grand Piano Series in Naples, Florida. I'm Mark Travis. I'm a nationally syndicated writer and producer, and I serve as the Associate Director of Media Production for the New York Philharmonic. On Tuesday, November 12, 2019, the Grand Piano Series had the second installment in its series to present Beethoven's 32 piano sonatas in collaboration with the Colburn Conservatory. This time, the featured artist was Korean native Jong Yoon Kim. Mr. Kim picked up where Dominic Cayley left off at the Grand Piano Series in October and performed Beethoven's piano sonatas 5, 6, 7, and number 8, known by many of us as the Patatique Sonata. Support for the Grand Piano Series comes from the Brooks and Joanne Fortune Family Foundation. Jong Yoon Kim's recital was generously underwritten by Valerie and David Davidson and Priscilla and Stephen Cutler. The mission of the Grand Piano Series is to preserve and present great piano literature featuring artists of the highest caliber. Our vision is to inspire people of all ages to discover the beauty and richness of classical piano music through performance, study, and uncompromising excellence of outstanding musical experiences. More information is available when you visit us online, grandpianoseries.org. If you joined us for Dominic Cayley's program, then you know that we left off with Beethoven around early 1797. He publishes the Opus 7 Grand Sonata No. 4 that concluded Dominic's program. That work bears a personal dedication to the Countess Babette Keglevics, his student. Though Beethoven dedicates other works to her, including the first piano concerto and two sets of piano variations, there is no solid evidence that the two were ever linked romantically but it does tell us that Beethoven was making friends. Now, during that same year, Beethoven also publishes the Opus 8 String Trio and a number of other works, so things are really looking up for the young pianist and composer at this time, and then we kind of lose him. What happens to Beethoven during the second half of 1797? Well, it's generally surmised that he suffered a long illness, probably typhus. When it comes to Beethoven, illness is unfortunately never a bad guess he was in pretty rough shape for most of his life. It also stands to reason that it's about this time that he starts to have hearing issues, or at least starts recognizing the problem is both real and chronic. So that brings us up to now and the recital program that Jong Yoon Kim performed, which includes the Opus 10 collection of sonatas, that's sonatas numbers 5 through 7, and the Patatique. More on that shortly. As it happens, the Opus 10 collection was sketched out before the Opus 2 set the cycle opened with. Chronology in Beethoven is not always an exact science, especially during his early period, which lasts until about the turn of the 19th century. These works are made public about a year after the Grand Sonata in 1798. Josef Ader publishes them, and it seems that Beethoven is the only composer of significance he ever deals with. The set is dedicated to Anne-Marguerite Braun, who is reputed to have been beautiful, intelligent, and an excellent pianist. She was the wife of Johann Georg von Brauna Kamus, an officer in the Imperial Russian Army of Irish descent. Kamus is a patron of Beethoven in the 1790s, and the Opus 9 String Trio and Opus 22 Piano Sonata are dedicated to him. The composer even describes him as, quote, the first Messinus of his muse, 
in a letter in 1798. The first two piano sonatas of this set are lighter works than what we encountered in the Opus 2 and Opus 7. This may also have something to do with the chronology, as they are cast in the more typical three-movement form, typical of that period of time anyway. They are also considered excellent first sonatas for pianists, and are probably heard more frequently in the practice room than in the recital hall, unfortunately. The last sonata of the set returns to the more symphonic-esque four-movement form we encounter in the first four sonatas. Now, I've heard it theorized that these three were intended to be programmed and performed as a set. After all, number five begins in C minor, and ends in the parallel major, which is the dominant of number six in F major. Number six ends in descending right-hand octaves. And number seven begins with ascending octaves. It's indeed nice symmetry, and programming them in order makes for a lovely evening, but I don't see that these need to be performed together. Let's now hear the opening movement of the piano sonata number five, in C minor by Beethoven. Jong Yoon Kim is the pianist from the Grand Piano Series.
the opening movement from the Piano Sonata No. 5 in C minor by Beethoven. The pianist was Jung Yoon Kim, leading off an all-Beethoven program recorded at the Vanderbilt Presbyterian Church in Naples, Florida, in November 2019. By the way, that Sonata No. 5 begins in C minor, but it actually ends in C major. This is the only time Beethoven does that in any of the 32 piano sonatas. Our featured artist, Jung Yoon Kim, hails from a small town in South Korea. He began playing the piano at age 5, and by age 12, he made his debut at the Young People's Music Festival in Seoul. During his student years, Jung Yoon Kim won numerous competitions in Korea. In 2009, he established himself in Europe by winning the second prize at the 55th Maria Canals International Music Competition, where he was also awarded as the Best Contemporary Music Performer, the Best Spanish Music Performer, and the Youngest Performer of the Year. In 2014, he was awarded the second prize at the 10th Seoul International Competition. Mr. Kim holds a bachelor's degree from the Korea University of Arts, where he studied with Chung Mo Kang, and he studied with Fabio Bedini for his master's degree at the Hochschule für Musik Hans Eisler in Berlin, Germany. Currently, Jung Yoon Kim is pursuing his artist diploma at the Colburn School, where he now continues his studies with Fabio Bedini. Beethoven's Sonata No. 6 is a very lighthearted work, almost humorous, or at least as humorous as Beethoven ever got. I think we see Haydn's imprint here more than perhaps anywhere else in this body of work. The finale of this piece is also interesting in that it's what we'd call a perpetual motion composition. This is a variation of Sonata Allegro form with a compressed exhibition, a development that employs two themes and a recapitulation that's chock full of modulations or key changes. Let's listen. Thank you. 
That was the third movement from the Piano Sonata No. 6 by Beethoven, Opus 10, No. 2. The pianist was Jong Yoon Kim from the Grand Piano Series in Naples, Florida. During the course of the next two seasons, the Grand Piano Series will present all 32 piano sonatas as part of Beethoven 2020. The final sonata of the set, No. 7, returns to the four-movement form we encounter in the first four sonatas, but with a very unusual exposition. The slow movement here is one of the composer's most profound, all the more so given how early this piece is. It's interesting that here's another case where he sets a standard and then trumps that standard. The third sonata is a large work, but then the fourth is even grander. This sonata has an amazing, devastating slow movement, but that's nothing compared to what comes later in the Patatique. Let's now hear the Largo e Mesto from the Piano Sonata No. 7 by Beethoven. Jong Yoon Kim performs. Thank you. 
That was the slow movement from the Piano Sonata No. 7, Opus 10 No. 3, by Beethoven. The performance was recorded live in November 2019 for the Grand Piano Series in Naples, Florida. And now, on to the Patatique Sonata. As the 19th century approaches in our Beethoven chronology, we start to close in on what historians will later call the composer's middle period. He's developed several important friendships by now. One of these is with the much maligned Italian composer Antonio Salieri, yes, the villain of the film and play Amadeus. Beethoven studies Italian song and opera with Salieri for about two years, ending in 1800 or so. He also gains traction as one of the hottest tickets in town with regard to his piano playing. Well, about the same time as he's working on the Patatique Sonata, Beethoven is also working on the Opus 18 set of six string quartets and the First Symphony. That's his Opus 21. Beethoven takes on the sisters Josephine and Teresa Brunswick as pupils and falls in love with Josephine. She marries a count, but Beethoven still holds a torch for her, or at least has his feelings rekindled when the count passes years later. The other sister, Teresa, like Beethoven, never marries but her memories and correspondence with him are some of the most valuable treasures we have to detail his life. When we speak of the patatique, it's easy to fall under the spell of the false cognate and call it pathetic or sad. Patatique in those days, however, had a much different connotation. It really means intense emotion. The same can be said of the Symphony No. 6 by Tchaikovsky. Now, is the title Beethoven's? Well, the answer to that is maybe. It appears on a document from December 1799 announcing the publication of the piece by Hofmeister. Two months later, Josef Ader publishes it as well. It was an immediate success and immensely popular, almost to its detriment, and was published 17 times during the composer's lifetime alone. The Patatique Sonata is dedicated to Prince Karl Lichnowsky, who, along with his wife, was a fine musician and great patron of the arts. Beethoven lives with these two for several years, and a lot of his music had its first hearings during evening concerts at their home. The prince also helped Beethoven gain support from other members of the nobility. Beethoven goes on to dedicate not only this piece, but also the Opus 26 sonatas, the Opus 1 piano trios, and the Second Symphony to the prince.
the second movement from the Piano Sonata Opus 13 by Beethoven, Patatique. Jong Yoon Kim performed on the Fazioli F308 for the Grand Piano Series in Naples, Florida. The Patatique turns a page with this body of work in that it's the first of the so-called dramatic sonatas. Other noteworthy members of this club include Moonlight, Tempest, Waldstein, Appassionata, etc. Beethoven is in a good place. He has friends, despite not being an easy person to love, and he will need these more than ever as our story continues. Once again, we'd like to thank the Brooks and Joanne Fortune Family Foundation, as well as Valerie and David Davidson and Priscilla and Stephen Cutler. And you can learn more about the Grand Piano Series when you visit www.grandpianoseries.org. There you'll find information on upcoming concerts, auditions, and underwriting opportunities. Once again, we'd like to thank the Brooks and Joanne Fortune Family Foundation, as well as Valerie and David Davidson and Priscilla and Stephen Cutler. And you can learn more about the Grand Piano Series when you visit grandpianoseries.org. There you'll find information on upcoming concerts, auditions, and underwriting opportunities. Once again, the address is grandpianoseries.org. Milana Strezova is the co-founder and artistic director of the Grand Piano Series with Raniero Tazzi. And for now, until next time, this is Mark Travis wishing you good health and good music. Thanks for listening. 